This is a HeadGum Podcast. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Cheryl Hines. Tig no taro. 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 Tig no taro. No taro. No tar? Oh. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. We cover a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, this is this one is... Dense. turns. Dense. Dense. Anyway, you guys are going to love this episode. We've got... New sponsors, potential new sponsor, I think, that you're going to like. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, a lot of nudity talk. A lot of beans. A lot of... Beans will be spilled, by the way. I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Icarus. Yes. Yes. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hi, Cheryl. Hey, Tig. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Tig, hey. This is, um, this is exciting. I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think one of us is very excited and the other one is, yeah. Yeah, you know, you you have your different interests, right? Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about interests. Yeah? I, before (laughs) I got so hobbly and wobbly with my body... I used to be, and you probably don't know this about me, I used to be a long-distance cyclist. That sounds so awful. I mean, I know people do it, but it, I don't get it. Okay. I don't get why they do it, because you have that tiny okay. seat going up your ass, and then you're... Well, then you've been, you've uh, attached the seat incorrectly, if that's <laughs> what was happening. Um, I, mean, I didn't experience that, but... Um, you didn't experience pain? From the oh, seat. I experience pain everywhere. My feet, yeah. legs, arms, stomach. Yeah. It depends on what the incline was. And um, But I'll tell you what. 
one time when I was cycling from Montreal to Portland, Maine, um, I was going on an incline and I had no idea how long yeah. the incline was going to last. Yeah, you're becoming one with your soul. And I passed and with- other cyclists who were off of their bike sitting as I continued up the hill or somebody pushing their bike. It was eight miles. No, see, that's terrible. Uphill. It was eight miles. I don't miles. get it. It was, it felt so good. Okay. I cycled from Portland, me and all the Portlands, Portland, uh, Oregon to uh, Seattle, Washington. That was another one of my, and I did a show. I did a show in one city, cycled to the next, did another show. Very crunchy granola. Well, Cheryl, I'm civilized. I took a shower. (laughs) I had food. I... I took a break. I didn't walk on stage going. <gasps> <laughs> that's, that's what, you made it sound like you <sighs> went from one comedy club to another. Okay. And you just drove up. I walked into a bar. On your bicycle. <laughs> my my famous my famous joke. Guy walks into a bar. <laughs> uh, whew, hold on. I'm sorry. I, I like that. This is yeah. You've seen me do stand up. <laughs> so many, so many guy walks into a bar jokes. Um, you guys, we are talking, I think we should tell people why we're talking about cycling today, too. Okay. Um, today we are talking about Icarus is a 2017 documentary directed, produced, and starring Brian Fogel, an amateur cyclist mm-hmm. turned journalist who is obsessed with the prevalence of doping in sports. As Brian investigates steroid use, he finds himself uncomfortably close to the key players in an international scandal with massive implications. Icarus debuted at Sundance where it won the Special Jury Award. The film also won the Oscar for... Whoa. You think I would have read this ahead of time. The film also won the Oscar Why do I bother typing this stuff out? <laughs> Why? And it's available to watch on Netflix. I love that you're typing this up in your spare time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of spare time. Mm-hmm. Um, so this film is crazy balls. I mean, it's got twists and turns. I love a twist and turn. You know, I love a twist and turn. I know you do. It was a little, I like to leisurely take in twists and turns. This, I was like, hold on, wait a minute. You know, if I got up, got a snack, went to the bathroom, I had to. You had to to pause it when you get up. Yeah, well. I don't know how many times I, this is how long have we been doing this? And I'm like, remember the time. But <laughs> you're you like, miss, no, I don't remember that at all. You miss plenty. You, uh, we could go back <laughs> it's not and, a and find I'm a lot that you missed, <laughs> madam. Well, I usually watch them like three times before. Okay. But I, I watch documentaries start to finish, but sometimes I get up. Okay. And I, you know, I got a tight schedule in my life. So okay. I'm thinking, I don't want to pause this while I get a little <laughs> snack together. I can hear it in the background. With this, I was like, oh, God, are you kidding? Hold on. Pause, <laughs> rewind, rewind, or whatever the, you know, back half circle is these days. I had to back half circle, back half circle, back half circle. I'm sure there's a better word for it, but I don't know what it is. 
so let's just talk about this. For, let's unpack it a little uh-huh. bit. Uh, so Brian Fogel, he was a cyclist. He grew up with Lance Armstrong as his hero. And when Lance... Were is, you really into Lance, by the way? Because I know there are a lot of people that were Lance crazed. Well, this is going to sound bad, and I don't know what it we're, says about me, but I mean, the bice, the bicycle shorts don't do it for me. I don't think people are cycling, and I especially don't think um, Lance Armstrong was cycling, wondering what you're thinking of him in bicycling shorts. I wonder what Cheryl Hines thinks in these shorts. Yeah. And this crazy helmet. I wish everyone could see your glasses. <laughs> as you're so judgmental. I wear my glasses about today. About how people look. And then about, here you are. Well. Nerd alert face. Nerd alert. Nerd alert face. But yeah, I know. Some people were super crazy about Lance Armstrong. And by the way. Yeah. I try to never say super instead of very. Yeah. Like super crazy. It sounds a little like a... Immature. Yeah, 13-year-old. I Uh, try to avoid it, too. Um, I'm going to try to avoid it. It's always been a pet peeve of mine, but not nearly as much as... Saying it or hearing it? Well, I don't say it. Oh. Um, Yeah, yeah, I don't say it, so hearing it. But Mm -hmm. it's not nearly as much of a pet peeve of mine as the phrase pet peeve. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand that, but I do say that. Do you really hate pet peeve? I do. It's always bothered me since I was a child. Pet peeve. Because it's not what you think it's going to be. Right. I, like a I pet, think, you think it's going to be a dog or a cat or something. It sounds nice and, and, uh, and cuddly and welcoming. And then and it's, then it's uh, something an that you can't stand. Yeah. Um, okay, so this guy, um, Brian Fogle. Mm-hmm. So he was a cyclist and he, he could see everybody doing so much better than he was yeah. doing. And mm-hmm. And then when the the news came out about doping, he decided, well, fuck it. I'm going to dope it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. He's no fool. He's no fool. But the only thing I couldn't tell about this story is, was he trying to expose how people can get the... Cheryl, this is what I told you before (laughs) we started taping. I had, and I know that I get easily confused, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is with my brain, but I feel like half of my life I'm going, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. I'm totally confused right now. What yeah. are you saying? What yeah. is happening? <laughs> like, and not like irritated, but truly just like, I'm, I, I'm missing something. Yeah. And I wanted to stop and say, I'm sorry, what are you doing? What is happening? Because I want to be able to join in the conversation or yeah. respond to you. But what is happening? Yeah, there were a lot of um like initials, you know, like they would say, <laughs> Oh, the WADA, you know. There were was... too many initials. And then there was the uh, HGH, the human growth hormone. But you if you're not that familiar with it, there's a lot with of H G H I mean, I took HGH for years, which is how I got to the size that I am now. You believe me. <laughs> I Your did. Fa- I, well, no, because I thought, well, maybe because it was some sort of therapeutic thing that you had to oh, do for for God knows what. But also HGH. I mean, it's not the same as steroids, right? Those are two different things. Because in I this, wish I knew. I wish I knew. <laughs> I wish I could help you. In this film, he was taking two different things. 
Mm. He was taking steroids and HDH, and he had to, um, you know, inject it himself. Right into his little bottom. I know. And remember the scene? There was like one scene where... Like he walked he, out with his pants down. Yeah, he pulled his pants down to inject himself, and then he just got sidetracked or something and just walked around with his pants down. But I mean, who was that for? I don't know. I, I mean... Where was the camera and who was rolling and... And how sidetracked can you get when your <laughs> pants are down? I don't know. <laughs> I was like... I, I was, mean, I wasn't offended. I'm, no, I'm fine with it. But it was I fine. Was it was, ju- was adorable. Like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, was it was like... Grown-up man bottom. Right. I don't think there's a world in which I was filming myself or somebody was filming myself and I pulled my pants down a little and then just... I forgot they were down and just walked around or didn't care and just walked around. Even in your pornography days? (laughs) In my early porn days. That's a different story. Cheryl Hines now is very different from the Cheryl Hines from early porn days. You want to hear something disturbing? And I don't know if I followed up on this. (laughs) Somebody told me once that there was a um, Curb Your Enthusiasm porn like somebody playing Larry and somebody playing me. Um, <laughs> nice try, Cheryl. <laughs> you think our sex tape was released? Yes. Nice <laughs> try. <laughs> You're trying to get ahead of things, are you? <laughs> oh, my God. Could okay. you imagine if there was a sex tape of me and Larry and I... Was really, yeah, trying to get ahead of it and just like, you guys, some weird people did a curb porn. <laughs> I mean, they do look a lot like us. How did they get into my house? <laughs> oh, but what that's one of those things that, I mean, we've talked about this before. Like sometimes if you Google something, I was so afraid. I'm afraid to Google some things like that because... Then if I get hit by a car, then it's like, oh, the last thing she looked up, oh, was... Was her own porn (laughs) (laughs) that she was trying to get ahead of. (laughs) She's in some weird schnitt. Okay, so listen. So Brian Vogel starts documenting all this stuff, and he's he reaches out to... Does he reach out to Don Catlin? Um, Our... Producer Thomas is nodding his He's head. He's nodding, yes. yes. Who was the founder of the U.S. Olympic Lab, who personally tested Lance 50 times without a positive. Oh, yeah. I remember this guy. He right. was um, he was the elderly fellow, had an interesting voice, maybe. Oh, I think you're talking about the... I'm thinking about the attorney whose voice was blurred. No, that was another weird voice. Maybe okay. you found this one man's voice completely normal. <laughs> I did. I... Uh, <laughs> I did not. Um, no judgment. Just like, oh, I well, that's a different voice. But well, you just. That is not ringing a bell to me. Okay. Wait, Thomas is looking to see if he can find his voice. Here we go. Is... Let's hear the. I don't remember this at all. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's check in. I developed and operated the UCLA Olympic Laboratory for oh, 25 right. years. I'm known mostly for developing tests like the so that athletes get caught mm. if they're using drugs. Mm. I don't, that didn't stand out to me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches out to this guy and I think it was Don, yes, tells him, hey, um, 
Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. I can't help you, but I met quite a character years ago when he mm. came to UCLA. His mm. name is Gregory Rishkinov. <laughs> I think I nailed it. <laughs> I speak Russian. You spoke Russian that one moment. <laughs> and um, he's the director of the Moscow Olympic Lab. So this guy, Brian, starts Skyping with this character, Gregory. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you like Gregory? At first, I didn't know what to make of Gregory. I didn't know what to make of him either because he's, uh, then... he's shirtless a lot. A, a grown yeah, man. Yeah, there were some shirtless moments mm-hmm. that I didn't need to see. Um, <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of nudity in this movie. Well, you know, the, we got the one guy it. walking off with his adult bottom mm-hmm. poking out. And then we but got it was cute. his bottom. Yeah. Okay. okay well, we, we have different tastes. And, um, and then this guy, just any Her- chance he can, ripping off his, <laughs> his shirt. I mean, oh, and it's, I guess... Some of the pictures that we see of Putin, you know, he's shirtless a lot. So maybe that's a Russian thing. Maybe it's male. Male. It's a male. Uh, hey. <laughs> that's all I got. You know, hey, look at my testosterone. My shirt's off. <laughs> my shirt's off. I'm walking around. To be around. fair, I did do half of a comedy special really with my did. shirt off. So Completely off. So male. Ugh. Um, so, uh, Thank so then, you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, ugh. Ugh, we're making fun of men, and look, look, we're doing it too. You take your shirt off? Not really, but you do. You're part of the group. Part of <laughs> when the... you shower, you keep this. Sh- I the keep. Shirt on? I shower completely clothed, just okay. in case, in case there's a um, somebody breaks in or. Somebody walks yeah. in. That's helpful to run out with an extra 20 pounds of sopping wet clothes on when someone breaks in, slipping on your own uh, bath dribble. Bath dribble. Okay. So now Brian and Gregory start coming up with this plan. Of Wait, ha- you didn't answer. Did you like him? Did you like Gregory? Well, I felt the same way that you did. Mm-hmm. At first, I... You know what? You could chart my mm-hmm. uh, affection mm-hmm. for him on a mm-hmm. up and down scale because looks real noodly. <laughs> it's real noodly because mm-hmm. at first I was like, "Yeah, boy, this guy's mm-hmm. yeah a shyster," and uh-huh. then it's like, "Oh, well, there's another side to him that I didn't see." Ooh, oh, and then oh, oh gosh, here comes his, sh- his shirt's yeah, coming, coming off back. again. Oh, oh, and then his hey, shirt has come off once else. more. Okay. Yeah, so there were some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. See, for me, once yeah. I understood him yeah. and got what was going on, yeah. which, to be fair, was the last 10 minutes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was all about him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear them, Brian and Gregory? And then you can hear both of them discuss their plan sure. over Skype. And just th- those of you that haven't seen the documentary, um, Gregory is the one that has a Russian accent. Thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> and met with this guy who's going to at least like prescribe me the protocol. But what is your ultimate purpose? You would like to beat doping test. You would like to start your hormonal program. Yes. Then give sample and prove negative. 
Yes. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you need a very serious advice because there are a lot of tracks. I feel like Russian accents are kind of the easiest to do. You do? Let's hear it. Well, no, I don't do accents, but... Mm. Um, it seems hard. Really? Let's hear yours. Because you are known I for accents. I am so bad at accents, I cannot even tell you. It's my dog is coming to play with his uh, squeaky toy. Oh, I guess you're. Yeah, I guess that's as good as right. <laughs> you're not. You're not I, I actually thought I really this, nailed this it. Is, <laughs> this is this is a dog <laughs> come to play with a squeaky toy. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> what about? I don't know why my brain went here. Maybe because his shirt is always off. But yeah. how would you talk through giving him a, a shower? What do you mean? I don't know. Like you're in the shower with him. And you're like, you raise the arm. Oh. And you clean. <laughs> you clean underneath. <laughs> I can't even do <laughs> I seem to be going to Italian. Uh, you, you raise the arm. Mommy. Ha, ha, ha. I'd never heard anyone laugh so hard in my life. <laughs> I love his I laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So they start they start skyping blah 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 okay and then and then at some point Gregory says to um, Brian uh, I want to relax and come to Los Angeles no that's a terrible well, act. I think anytime we talk about him we should try kind of, our Russian yeah. Yeah. just hoping to offend anyone who's Russian and listening mm-hmm. because it's it's not going to be imagine how painful it is for someone who's actually Russian to be listening to our our accent for many reasons for many reasons <laughs> they're so angry for first so of all reasons. they tuned in accidentally <laughs> so welcome <laughs> Um, but you join the listenership uh, that includes Barbara Streisand Barbara and other people. <laughs> <laughs> Poor 
Barbara Streisand. You She's join like, the listenership with Barbara Streisand <laughs> and tens of thousands of other people. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, so Gregory was exposed. Oh, can we talk about this for a second? Okay. Uh, he, Gregory was exposed by a German doctor that accused 99% of Russian athletes of doping. And this doctor's name is Richard, everybody calls him Dick Pound, of the World Anti-Doping Agency, WADA, um, led the, the investigation. Okay, Dick Pound. Yeah. Am I so immature that I think that's funny? What's funny? <laughs> that his name is Dick Pound. <laughs> what? Why is that... Because, you know, you know, if you were an immature boy, you'd say, uh-huh. I'm going to pound you with my dick. <laughs> okay. I hope we edit this out. Anyway, there's got to be somewhere that somebody thinks dick pound is also slightly amusing. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think people understand. Come on. Now you're just saying that because... Okay, I got to. But why would that be funny? I guess. Okay, so so Gregory goes to L.A. to smuggle Brian's urine back to Russia. But you're right; it does get complicated. Something about freezing his urine in. Can urine, you imagine in urine as cubes? A, a young child or a young adult, if somebody could tell you a moment of your future. Yeah. And somebody said, "Well, you're going to be smuggling urine from Russia." That's what you have in store. Now get back to your life right now. Don't worry about what's to come. Don't worry about your future. Yes, you're smuggling urine from one country to the next. So what? Focus on what's in front of you. Yes. So Brian just seems like... Urine smuggler. He seems so sort of all-American clean Russian urine smuggler. (laughs) So yes, so Gregory is the, the Russian urine smuggler. (laughs) and wada is investigating gregory's lab in moscow and then brian now he's taking all these you loved this documentary you loved it. i did you didn't love it i liked it i was Mm. just i found myself saying what the f is happening what uh, how do i (laughs) know Oh, my God. If you think my Russian's bad, you should hear your Russian. (laughs) It took me a second to know what you were were doing. I thought thought you were like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I smuggle urine. (laughs) I am urine smuggler. Oh, that's not bad. Thank you. I, I am urine smuggler. I am urine smuggler. Okay, so he smuggled. Okay, there's our new T-shirt for our merch. I am urine smuggler. So then Brian goes and and enters uh-huh. this um, cycling race, the hot uh-huh. the hot route. <laughs> I'm sure there's a better way to say it. That can't be the way you say it. But anyway, um, I, I mean there is a better way to say it, and it's. Okay. Is the oh, hot route? <laughs> yes, no. Why? It sounds painful when you say it. Um, 
And he does better than he had done before because now he's mm-hmm. all hyped, hopped up yeah. on his Drug. HD, HGH. And then there's another thing for steroids. I don't even remember what that was. But so he says, look, I did better mm-hmm. than I would normally do, but I'm still not even close as good as the guys in front of me. So mm-hmm. even if they're doing all of this too, I am still never going to be the yeah. guy that wins this race. Right. So that was interesting. Yeah. And then things get crazy balls. You ready? Okay, now is the time. If Listen, this does have twists and turns. If okay. you are planning on watching this, pause it. And go watch it. Because I'm about, we're about to talk about everything. And Tig doesn't care about your feelings. Okay. Now, that is very harsh. I care about oh, people's feelings. feelings. But you don't care if we tell them, if we're spoiling things. You don't care. Well, I think it's important that they know mm-hmm. that um, Lance Armstrong drugged. <laughs> he, he was doing drugs. <laughs> Okay. Everything. No, here, this is our next phase. Okay, stop it down if you need to. So then Brian goes to Russia to see Gregory. Mm-hmm. And then when he, when Brian's going back to the U.S., the story breaks at the Russian lab. And Rejnikov <laughs> <laughs> have been accused of wrongdoing. So that's Gregory. We should mm-hmm. just call him Gregory. Uh, so Dick Pound <laughs> recommends <laughs> that Girl. Russia be removed from the Rio Olympics. <gasps> I mean, that's huge. That is really huge. <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, don't you feel, I felt so sorry for the, the Russian athletes because I felt like, wow, how did they get in, mixed up in this? But then as the story unfolds, ugh, God. So Gregory resigns from the lab at the request of a top Russia official. He mm-hmm. fears for his life and he flees to Los Angeles. Mm, mm, Gregory, mm, mm. this jovial, shirtless Russian with the mustache who loves Urine dogs. smuggler. This is urine. Mm, I am urine it. smuggler. He goes, and then the next thing you know, Tig, mm-hmm. Gregory becomes a whistleblower and shares that most Russian Olympians were doping. And not only were they doping, but they were, as I understood it, and tell me if I'm wrong, oh, that they were required to mm-hmm. from the quote-unquote state, Putin. Yeah. You... Oh, oh. This is Putin um, talking? Yes, we have a clip you, of Putin. Yes, let's go to the Putin clip. <laughs> you, um, you must um, drug uh, for <laughs> the uh, bicycle uh, race. Uh, <laughs> no snuggling, smuggling urine. <laughs> snuggling. <laughs> no, don't snuggle urine. You must smuggle. Don't smuggle or snuggle urine. You sound a little bit like Borat. Okay. Can you do a Borat? <laughs> Come on. What about the famous line? What's the famous line? My wife. Oh. <laughs> my wife. And her vagine. Uh, my wife. So Gregory, he got his start helping Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> That's so 
Soviet-era scientists create a steroids program that could prevent athletes from being detected. So these two guys were very smart. I mean, if you're the person making the testing, Mm -hmm. then you're the person that knows how to manipulate the testing, right? Exactly. (laughs) That's right, Cheryl. But then what you find out... Mm-hmm. Is at some point Gregory and Portugalov, <laughs> <laughs> or however it's pronounced, Portugalov. That doesn't Portugalov. <laughs> Mama mia. They had a falling out. <laughs> Gregory and Gregory was arrested, uh-huh. and gre- and this is sad. Okay, get ready for a twist. Okay, guys, here's the sad part. Gregory tried to commit suicide and mm-hmm. by stabbing himself in the heart. Is that what you got? That's exactly what I got because I think they said that. They said that. And then the next time you saw him shirtless, you were like, oh, no, I see the scar. Oh, I didn't see the scar. Mm. I turned away when he would take his shirt off. Mm, I leaned in. Anyway, um, so... After that, he was sent to a psychiatric clinic. I don't understand how people can stab themselves. I don't know. There's something so different than, I mean, it's all terrible. Yeah, of course. So at some point, he recovers, and then Russia hires him. It seemed like they hired him right out of the psychiatric ward to uh, go to the London Olympics on their behalf. So he became like the face of Russian anti-doping. And then while all of this is unfolding in the film, there's another Russian doping official that dies mysteriously. Yes. And very mysterious. But what I found really interesting was Gregory. Good reason to think this was mysterious. Mm Mm-hmm. But his reasoning was that his friend never complained about his heart before. I thought that was very odd because a lot of people die Just of heart attack. Just have a heart attack, attack that never knew that com- they... Yeah, yeah they that was a little odd. Yeah, I thought, I feel like maybe he's not up on on certain things about health, which is, yeah, you know, okay. you can okay. tell he's probably not fully... Making the shakes in the morning. No. By the way, does that make people healthy? It sounds like it. Well, it depends That's... on what's in your shit. <sighs> okay. You know? Let's not go down but that I'm road. But I'm just saying that I hope I hope he learns mm-hmm. that you don't get a lot of warning about yes. your heart. Um, so let's let this be a public service announcement. I remember I heard one time somebody said, sometimes death is your first warning. Whoa. Yeah. Um, can I also give another public service announcement? It's about heart attacks and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I sat next to this woman on a plane whose mm-hmm. husband died of a heart attack. And this is what I found out that day. Because okay. she was telling me everything about everything. Oh. You can't, get, you can't give somebody uh, CPR if they're on a bed. So you have to put them on, on a floor. A hard floor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm just letting everybody know that. And then it's the stay in a life. Ah, 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 ah. Stay in your life. Stay in your life. Nobody can see you. <laughs> Nobody can see you. They just think that you're randomly singing the Bee Gees. Call. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But really think about how sometimes death... Is your warning shot. It's your, it's your one warning. It seems like a, well, see, I was going to say a cruel warning, but I don't think death is cruel at all. I think it's natural and it's part of life and everybody has to experience it. Um, so I, I think <laughs> are you going to be like frozen in the cryo lab? Yes. <laughs> Care to join me? Can we be standing, like, holding hands? Do you think you stand up in those things? No, Wait they probably... Wait a minute. Have... Holding hands? I'm picturing the moment where we're last <laughs> as we are now. Mm-hmm. And who is... <laughs> we would... If we held hands mm-hmm. while For we eternity. were being frozen, mm-hmm. we would be frozen laughing hysterically. <laughs> Because we would have the realization we were being frozen while holding hands. <laughs> I mean, it would be a fun way to, you know, spend eternity, I think. No? Well, I mean, I don't know if you're spending eternity. You're probably going to be frozen for like 500 years and then they're going to defrost or you. Or less if they find a cure to whatever it is that killed you. To life. Okay, so <laughs> okay. let's say we hold oh, hands. I thought you wanted to get back to the no, documentary. No, of course no, God. not. We're holding we're hands. hands. We're frozen. Mm-hmm. The year is 2022. <laughs> yeah. We are laughing hysterically, mm-hmm. and we're frozen like a Zoom screen, so mm-hmm. we're caught in very unattractive <laughs> face expressions. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody for, can see you. No, Okay, but okay. people know what they know unattractive you're Zoom yes. faces look like. Mm-hmm. So we go into what you call eternity mm-hmm. with unattractive frozen Zoom faces, mm-hmm. <laughs> holding hands, and then we get defrosted mm-hmm. in, what, 500 years or just 10 years? What if they, <laughs> find, they find the cure in like six months <laughs> and we get defrosted? <laughs> And our spouses are like, why did you guys do that? What about why us? Why didn't you bring us? <laughs> we're like, well, you guys and were ready kids. to go. And our kids were like, what about? We're uh, like, oh, my gosh, nobody's found a cure for this. And then our spouses are like, by the way, and nobody has a cure for this or that or this or that. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Or buses coming around the corner that could just slam into Right. You. But if we freeze for 500 years and then we defrost, mm-hmm. here's what's so interesting. Yeah. You're 500 years in the future. Yeah. Who are we friends with? 
What happened no to our families? Yeah. Well, there. It's just a two of long us. Gone. It's just me and you holding hands in the future. <laughs> Tig, this has to be a film. I mean, it's writing itself. Right. I hope Spielberg is listening. Hey, Stephen. Hey. <laughs> hey, Stephen. Hey. Um, okay. Gregory decides to, sh- and Brian decide to share this story with the New York Times because Gregory is afraid he's going to be assassinated. Uh-huh. So he wants to tell the authorities, but he also feels like he should go public with it first because he felt like just telling the authorities is not going to be enough. And then the FBI comes around, and then Wada had a system called Adams. <laughs> this is weird. Okay, this is, there's a lot of, I'm not going to bog us down in this. But to make a long story short, here's, the, here's what I got out of it. Long story short, mm-hmm. in the Olympics, they, the KGB, worked with these guys. And a whole thing about urine, lots of urine in this. The, yes. the athletes would send in the urine. The urine would go to an A bottle and a B bottle. And if the A bottle tested positive for drugs, then they test the B bottle. And these were securely capped on. There's no way mm-hmm. to get in them. No well, way. the KGB was oh, hiding next door. Mm-hmm. And they made a secret hole in the building where they would throw out the urine that had that would test positive and the KGB would bring in clean urine at like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Clean urine? <clears throat> so this was in Sochi. Clean urine. Wait, was this in Sochi? No, this was in Cheryl. This was in re- Yes. Clean urine. Is that what does that look like? What does that smell like? <laughs> It just means that it doesn't have a... Actually, urine is supposed to be sterile, right? You can drink your own urine if you have to. And I do. <laughs> and nobody's going to get between me and my morning urine. If you have urine. to. If you have to survive... Oh. We're learning a lot of survival tips. Oh, yes. you don't have to do it. Just You do it for, just for fun. Uh, Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> celebrate. Like in a little martini glass? You're like, hey, hey. Or just my, by my hand. <laughs> Like just, oh, what? Tig, I, you just gave everybody a, a like a mental picture that I, it's, it's going to be hard to shake. Okay. Well, urine in a martini glass? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're so much more sophisticated. I am. <laughs> but listen, if any of our listeners are stranded somewhere. And they are. You can drink your own urine for, I think... <laughs> So you're saying if somebody's just driving down the road and they have a flat tire, you are stranded. You don't need to immediately drink your own urine. I would say pull over, start guzzling (laughs) your urine. I'm saying, oh, like if you're on a life raft Mm -hmm. and there's nothing but ocean water, you can't drink that. Mm-hmm. It's it's too salty and you will be dehydrated. Plus a shark might see your hand go in the water or There's so your many lips. reasons. Yeah. So yeah. drink your own urine. You could do it at least twice. You might be able to do it uh three times. You're going to have to look it up. But just know that that's uh a, re- I've also a resource. I've also heard that if you have a problem with acne Mm-mm. that your first 
urine Mm-mm. stream of the day, Mm-mm. you can wipe that on your face and that that helps. Are you making this up or is this no, true? No, I've never looked it up to see if it's true. I like I've... how we never look up anything <laughs> that we think <laughs> might be true. We just decide to believe we just it. just tell people what we've heard <laughs> and what we think. But I've also just thought, gosh, if that's not true, what a terrible Thing, thing to tell to start people. Telling people. You wake up first thing in the morning and, s- and just splash put- your own urine on your face. <laughs> oh, Cheryl, you just created a visual. People are not going to be able to shake. Okay, here we go. Here's what happened. I think that happened in um, Rio, right? The mm-hmm. hole in the building was in Rio. I don't know. Was it Sochi? Okay, so I just found out it <laughs> that happened in Russia. <laughs> We have a producer that actually oversees this up. and shakes yes or no based on what garbage is falling out of our mouth. And so uh, Russia, um, it, and they won. They uh-huh. won so many. They won 13 gold medals. I think 13 out of 30 or something. And then his Putin's, because Putin, according to this film, mm-hmm. was behind it all was the one insisting that the athletes, and I felt sorry for the athletes. Could you imagine if you're like, well, I think I could do it without this stuff. Right. No, do this stuff. Do, <laughs> do this stuff. Um, what we find out, the long and the short of it, Yes. the Russians were definitely exposed. There's no two ways about it. They found out how they did it. And mm-hmm. then they said, okay, Russia, you are now banned from the Rio Olympics. Mm-hmm. And then oddly, like nine days before the Olympics, they said, okay. Totally fine. It's just weird, no? Of course. And then poor Gregory was put into a, um, a witness protection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's separated from his family. I know. It's, it's really sad. It's he's sad. away from his wife, his children, and his dog. And his dogs. dog. But he seems to be living on the beach now. It did make it look like he's living in Malibu. Happy, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like is. I could find where he lives very easily. It looked like... Okay. And he, he also seemed like he was just skipping down the beach with a new dog. <laughs> I was confused by those images because I thought, what, is that from Flash? That has to be from Flashback. No, it's now. <laughs> it's, this is his sad life, I guess, that he's just he's skipping just down the skipping. beach with a new puppy. <laughs> it's a weird message. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, um, oh, the update is he wrote a book about his experiences and is still in witness protection. I wonder what the name of the book is. The name of the book is his uh, address. <laughs> It's called Meet Me in Malibu. <laughs> Here's my address. Are you ready for a happily ever after thoughts, Tig, where we give our yes. final thoughts on this week's documentary? Uh-huh. Did you cry? I did not. Did you? I did not. I did not. Who were you attracted to? This is going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. Gregory. That's not true. It is true. Tig. It is true. You were attracted to Gregory. I would prefer he keep his shirt on, but I liked him. I really liked him. I I am shocked 
And for that I, reason alone, I say you should go watch this film if you haven't seen it. It's just so you can see who Tig, what her type lost. is. <laughs> He's a perfect example. If you put him side by side with Stephanie uh, back in 2000, they look exactly when I met her. It would be a toss up who I'm going to end up going with. Except for the mustache. Yeah. Well, but she shaved that off. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Good night, everybody. Still got it. <laughs> um, I guess you're not surprised to know that I I found Brian to be attractive. I am shocked. I If you go watch the movie now and see what Cheryl's <laughs> type is. He was cute. He reminds me of my Pilates instructor. Okay. I hope he's not listening because that's going to be awkward when I see him next. Um, he's for sure not listening. <laughs> no, he's not. He's he keeps asking enough. me what I do. What do you do? <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a podcast. Nice try acting like you don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we move on to some true fan mail? Let's do that. Okay. So, Tig, mm-hmm. because we say spill the beans a lot. Yeah. And we both have our own idea of what kind of beans. A lot of people have written to us or, you know, commented on Instagram or Facebook or something to tell us their thoughts about the beans. Okay. Do you want to read one? No. Okay. Alex B. writes, let it be known. I Is love it Alex Bean. just alex b okay uh let it be known i love both of you Mm. both is all capitalized i have not once all capitals thought of coffee beans uh, during spillage conversations didn't even laugh like gregory but ha 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 ha. didn't even think of thinking about coffee beans pinto or black makes sense Thank Keep you. up the great work, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was just talking to, to Gabby about this. And she thinks of um, like canned beans in sauce. Mm-hmm. Are your beans that you're thinking about in sauce? No, it would just be hard, uncooked beans. Right. That would skip around and go like get, yeah. get away from you if they if they went on the ground. I think that makes sense. Oh, hit look. Well, now we have to say this because Caitlin R. writes, the beans are them old sloppy kind, like a can of Bush Baked Beans. Potential sponsor? Hey, oh. Bush Baked Beans, if you're listening. Hey, hey. Bush Baked Beans, hey. <laughs> hey, Bush Baked Beans, hey. Hey, Bush um. Baked Beans, hey. <laughs> that is going to catch on. <laughs> Hey, Bush Big Beans, hey. That's hurting my stomach. Oh, God. That, I, I think that something good is going to come from that. It's going to be really good. Hey, Bush Beans. Hey, Bush Big Beans, hey. Hey, Bush Big Beans, hey. I can't even get through it. Do it. Do it really hey, fast. Hey, Bush Big Beans, hey. Hey, Bush Big Beans, hey. Okay. You want to read what Stacy writes? No. Oh, God. 
I feel like you're just trying to humiliate me now because I just see the first line. I like when you have to pronounce certain things. <sighs> oh my God, they're not coffee beans! Exclamation point. There's a kid's game I had as a child called Don't Spill the Beans and they look like kidney beans to me. So that's what I think of. And I just looked it up and it derives from the electing of a council member in ancient Greece. Each council member would vote with either a white bean, yes... Or brown bean, no. And no one would know which way the members voted. I love this. Well, <gasps> I love this. You love voting it because, system. Yeah, that somebody actually looked something up. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should <laughs> hire this person. We've got to hire Stacy. <laughs> hey, Stacy. Hey. <laughs> That's so, it's such a great way to like take a vote a white bean or a brown bean. I'm glad you love that so much. I do. I've never seen you so happy, Cheryl. I don't know why that really got me, but it really did. Mm-hmm. I like to know where things are from. You know what I think I heard? What? <laughs> Once again, didn't quite look it up. But you know when you toast somebody and you say cheers and you're supposed yeah. to clink your glass? I know that, what that, that's from. You know what that's from? Mm-hmm. Where everybody had their little chalice of wine and then... Everybody had to to clink it hard to spill some into each other's cups. To make sure there's no poison. Yeah, because if somebody Mm -hmm. poisoned one of them, then guess Mm -hmm. what, you guys? We're all going down. Urine smugglers. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I didn't know what was worse, the urine smuggling or the the ice cubes of urine. It's a real toss-up. I think you're right. It is a real toss-up. But uh, do you not freeze your urine? (laughs) When I have my urine martini, what if I had a urine, if I had a little urine ice cube floating in it? It's just like, I, didn't, I don't want it diluted. Um, listen, everybody, we love your messages and your comments and your reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the ducks and leave us a review. And we might just read your response the on the ducks? show. The ducks? The ducks. <laughs> Did I do it right? I haven't done the horn think? in a whole, probably not. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast.